Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Yodi, Kat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40 plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. Okay, we are live. I'm just trying to get my screen so I can see both. You didn't tell anybody this. We were going live. I totally forgot. Oh, sure. All right. We are the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Switch. I'm your host. We love to do fitness, and these are my friends. And we are live on YouTube, uh, bringing you our weekly roundtable and discussion about CrossFit and all the things going on in our lives. First thing we have to do is thank our sponsor, RX Gear, title sponsor of this show. Uh, they uh, have all the best jump ropes in the business, and you can check those out at rxmerkgear.com. Use the code Clydesdale15, and you can get 15% off your order at rxmerkgear.com. We also have a newer sponsorship, and that is Element26. Very innovative company. Uh, they make all things CrossFit and powerlifting and Olympic lifting and strongman. And so they have thumb tape, they have grips, they have belts. Um, make sure you go check them out at element26.co um, for all the things that they have to offer. And everything that they make has a, something that's just a little bit different or a tweak on what you're used to um, so that you can uh, perform better in the gym. Uh, I know we got a little bit of uh, some samples this last week. Uh, you guys want to talk about anything that you saw and tried? I wore I wore my knee huggers this morning for back squats. Well, I one knee hugger because any sleeve. Um, my right knee because it was bothering me. Um, and I always say like the knee sleeve has to give you give yourself a little bit of a hug. It was actually easier to put on than some of my other knee sleeves. I don't know if that was an intentional innovation of this product or not, but it just felt. Like I got enough of a squeeze, but it didn't feel like it was cutting off my circulation or like too hard to get on over my knee. So yeah, I thought it was great. And I love the color. It's like an army green color. It's pretty cool. I tried my grips today. I didn't, it wasn't required for my workout today, but I still tried them. And then I actually had a couple of other athletes who um, are pretty strong with gymnastics that I just was curious their take on it too. Um, and so we were kind of playing around after I coached the class this morning with them. So that was, um, that was cool to get to use those. It was a nice secure grip on there. Yeah. Very different yeah. than other grips that are out there. Yeah. And you guys got the ones with the finger loops in it? Yeah, I did, but I did not use them that way. I just kind of threw them over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I actually bought a pair of no loop and they sent me a pair of loop. 
So I have both kinds. Um, and I actually, I prefer the no loop, um, just quicker and easier, but um, yeah, love them. Yeah, and they're pretty comfortable. They're easy to sort of flip back and forth, you know, like in a workout, if you're doing one thing where you don't need them and then a work, you know, a, an element in their workout where you do need them. I find that a lot of times when I go to roll the grip back and forth, that like the underneath part gets all like jammed up and stuck on my sweaty wrists and whatnot. And these seem to move a lot better too. Yeah, nobody likes a sweaty wrist. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree with you. The band is much easier. I think it's easier overall to like get on and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, we love them. Yay. Yeah, check them out, element26.co. Um, and they just look at their products and all the little innovations. So what's going on, guys? Anything big happening this week? I'm going this to Florida week. on Thursday. Oh, look at you. How come? For, for a bachelorette party. Cool. And we are going to CrossFit two times while we're gone. It's part of the itinerary. Apparently that's a thing now. I'm not used to that. When I was getting married, you just, this is what I say. You just dressed kind of slutty and then you just went out bar hopping. But now you do like vacations and stuff. I'm not used to that. Wow. Because I'm old. Right. Is it someone you coach with? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Are they, when are they, are they getting married soon? In October. Okay. Like That's pretty soon. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of the last time I was on a bachelorette party. I think it was probably my own. <laughs> That's a long time, Kat. 19 years. I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't think I've been to one since then. My wedding was the last of all of my friends and family and stuff. It's not sad. Mine was fun though. I had two. I had one oh. here, like with my family and friends. And then I, I had this really cool job at um, Citibank. And I had colleagues that were lived in New York City because I went up to Long Island City where the headquarters were a lot. And so the team that I worked with in LIC took me out for a bachelorette weekend in New York, which was fabulous. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, we like went to dinner. They hooked me up with this really swanky hotel. And that was super fun. I actually just, um, was cleaning out some pictures in my spare bedroom and I found the little folio of pictures that my girlfriend from New York sent to me after the weekend was over with us on my bachelorette party so like like the hangover yeah exactly <laughs> not quite <laughs> like the hangover but yeah <laughs> don't know where, where that missing tooth happened or <laughs> right the tattoo the face tattoo you know laser removal worked really great for that so can't yeah. see it at all. <clears throat> I never had a bachelor party. Really? Yeah. That's crazy talk. Yeah, we were we were living in Florida when we got married. So and we came to Pennsylvania to have the wedding. And logistically, we didn't have a lot of leave saved up or anything like that. And mm -hmm. it just it just got weird. Like so we didn't have really a bachelor or bachelorette party. And we didn't have uh like a honeymoon either. So are overdue for that well we've, dogs we've since had a had a honeymoon but um, oh that's good but yeah at the time we didn't we didn't just because of logistics of getting home 
because we had to, sure we had to be Chris, there ahead of time to get stuff ready. No, oh, I'm I'm pretty sure Chris was the designated driver at his bachelor party. So, <laughs> so you had those are boring. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that so, sounds pretty cool. But so Chris and I are, are the captains of the lame boat. <laughs> Scott had like a party bus. That's awesome. Right. And people now, like they are, they're they're going to Nashville, they're going to Vegas, like these whole huge like crazy I don't know where people get all the money to spend to do all this stuff but well I think that's part of it is because you know I was pretty young when I got married so mm -hmm. like I can get that and but I, I guess now people are you know just getting married later and they're more established financially and yeah I guess yeah. do people still have showers yes and do you get them all the stupid stuff like china patterns and yes well and i don't think china or... not china not really china but they still register for... I'm, I'm in the process of turning my dining room into an office and everything that's in my china cabinet is like up for grabs because i don't haven't i don't think i've opened that china cabinet in probably 15 years and i don't need it so just like all that glassware and stuff like i've never had that many people in my house where i've had like you know, I've needed to serve 18 martinis. Like I don't, right. I don't need all those classes. Like, but that was the fun stuff to register for. <laughs> right? Yeah. All the alcohol. I have so much glassware. I'm like, I don't, we don't use any of this. We've read solo cups. Yeah. Yeah. Where we grew up, there was no registry. You know, mm -hmm. we got a lot of handmade gifts with like our names painted on something or, and we actually just got rid of a bunch of it. Cause like, it's not really our style and why did why did we keep it around for 24 years <laughs> yeah doing a lot of um, fluttering and stuff so here's something funny that, i was going to share oh yeah is that walter that Walker? is walter is we talked about it on our group text but i thought it was hilarious so uh i'm sitting here the other day um going through instagram watching stories and my scott is looking over my shoulder and watching he's like that looks like our living room. And I was like, it's not, it's cats. And he's like, are you kidding me? Because he always jokes about, we always joke that we're twins. And he was like, it looks exactly like our living room. And it really does. So yeah, I just we have the exact same painted fireplace with a raised hearth, the TV, TV in the corner, the yep. shag carpet, like all of it. It's so yeah. funny. Minus the occupants, it's like the same. Were you watching Nemo when you sent me that picture? Too? No, you that's Finding just Nemo? No, that's what um, the YouTube TV like screen background oh, is okay. if you're on anything. Yeah, it looks like it though. Yeah, great movie by the way. It is. You know. Did you, uh, I, you got a bathroom done, didn't you? I did, yeah, my powder room, which apparently no one calls it that anymore, but it's my half bath downstairs. We call it a powder room in Delaware. Um, yeah, I wallpapered it, new carpet, well, new rug, new drapery, new stuff on the walls, a mirror, painted the light fixture, painted the vanity. Uh, my mom helped me. It looks awesome. It's very chic. It does. Yeah. Super fancy. Yeah, fancy. So now we're trying to, Elianis loves it. And she says, mom, the bathroom does not match the rest of our house. <laughs> I'm like, we're working on it. <laughs> this there. is where it starts. You start one project and it like... Yep. It's no, and my mom's having a blast like she's coming over and she's helping me pick out paint colors for now the dining room soon to be office um she's helping me 
get like bags to Goodwill. And she's like, all right, let's just get a bag. I'll just put it in my car. I'll take it. You know, I'm like, okay. And we go to lunch every time she comes over. So that's fun too. Yeah, we redid, redid our powder room as well, but it's more of an industrial look, which is matching our whole downstairs. Um, awesome. You guys are doing a ton, a ton of work. And that just, that started as just a kitchen thing. And as I lost weight, I had more energy and I just kept going. Yeah, that's awesome. So, but we may be done until spring. Well, I was hoping to, we just got a quote because we were going to convert our um, electric range to gas, which we've been wanting to do forever. And because um, we both really enjoy cooking and we eat at home all the time. Look at us talking like grownups. Right? <laughs> Redecorating bachelorette parties. Um, but another grown-up thing I had to do. Instead, we have to put that on hold because we just had to buy the kids a new car. Oh, yeah. Natalie? Well, they share a car because Nathan can't have right. one on campus. But what the challenge is, uh, um, well, it's not a challenge. It was cool that um, the last car that the kids were driving, I paid a dollar for because it was my parents. So oh, nice. It was only, you know, fair that I actually had to pay for something now. So. <laughs> right. Well, we've got, we're looking at our fourth car now because Brayden's got the truck at school um, and Eliana is going to be able to drive by herself come December. And, you know, we got him a car, so we kind of have to get her a car. Yeah. Like, it's only fair. Um, and she'll, and she can actually probably pay for her car payments because she actually has a job and loves to work and is making good money. But I don't know that I should make her because we didn't really make Brayden, so hard being like fair you know trying yeah. to be fair yeah we'll see and chris and i both have cars that are all 10 years old both mm -hmm. of our cars are 10 years old and they're still running and they're fine you know, like they're fine but they are going to go any day now so we are looking now at going from like no car payments to potentially three <laughs> car payments yeah. in the next few months so we'll see fingers crossed oh but good luck finding a car i know that's the other problem I mean, I almost don't need one. I don't really go anywhere. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe I'll just toss Elle's my car for now and then figure something out once this market goes away. It calms down a little bit. Used cars are impossible to get. They're way overpriced. And I don't want to buy a new car because that's not really a good investment. Um, I don't want to lease because I just don't want to. Well, I got the call yesterday. Corey came up Sunday do laundry and she hadn't been home in a couple of weeks and uh, got the call. She went back yesterday. I get the call, dad, I got pulled over. Oh no. For speeding. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Um, better than, better than other things to get it pulled yeah. over for. Uh, she got pulled over going 85 and a 65. And her car shouldn't be going 85 miles an hour because we may lose parts. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> well, that's also a concern. Yeah. She's like, I was just trying to get around someone. And I'm like, if you had to go 85 to do it, you probably didn't need to. Didn't need to. Yeah. That's funny. Um, so we don't know what she has to call in and get the, but I think we looked it up. It's going to be close to 200 bucks for the ticket. Yeah. yeah. That's actually so, not too bad. <laughs> 
considering we have uh, we have red light camera um, cameras around here. If you get stuck on a red light camera, uh, like in the middle of an intersection, you know, kind of like blowing it at the very end or yeah. turning on a whatever, they're like one hundred and twenty five dollars. And they and you don't like there's really nothing you can do. You just wait for the mail to come and you get it. And you're like, oh, shit, one hundred and twenty five bucks. Like it's the worst, the worst ever. Speaking of throwing money down the toilet, Brayden oh, calls me from school on, God, I don't remember what day it was, but Saturday, Saturday. Um, I was in a, I was at a CrossFit competition. I was competing in a CrossFit competition and I was talking to my friend and I see him coming on the phone. I'm like, oh shit. He was at his roommate's lake house in Virginia. And he's like, mom, I'm like, hey, what's up? What's wrong? Well, I was water skiing and I'm thinking to myself, oh God, like he tore his rotator cuff, yeah. he hamstring, his arm off. Like, I don't know like what he's going to tell me. He's like, and guess what I lost? And I'm like, your whoop strap. <laughs> of course. So this will be whoop strap number three that is, has, has, he has lost. Now that's a legitimate replacement excuse. Like, like whoop, whenever I, because I've done this three times now, whenever I email them and say, hey, my son lost his whoop, they're like, oh, can you tell me how he lost it? You know, and it's always like, oh, he just is a bonehead and he lost it. But this time it was, it was legit. Um, but I didn't bother doing that because he just upgraded to the 4.0, which is coming, I don't know, when do you think it's coming? The next four know. to five weeks? Eight to 12 something? weeks. All right, well, don't tell me that. Because what I did was, because I'm the best mom ever, I sent him my whoop knowing that I'm going to get the four probably before him because I'm a founding member and they came out, they reached out to us first, blah, 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 whatever. So I'm whoopless and I overnighted him the whoop because he told me that his pitching coach now has taken an interest to the fact that he's wearing one. And, you know, won't that be cool? Now, is that a story or is that the truth? I don't know. But uh, he's got my whoop strap, whoop strap number four for that boy. So Amy, do you notice how Kat always mentions she's a founding member? Yeah, she's a founding member. Just I like mean, I'm a like teacher, I'm fame. a coach, I'm a mom, <laughs> I'm a sister, I mean, like, I'm a daughter. That's super impressive. I'm an early adopter. That's what I like to call myself, an early adopter. But yeah. Yeah, yeah so she always- Tell us about your comp though. Oh, the comp was fun. Um, three events. Um, I did it with my training, uh, a girl, uh, a woman that I train um, out of CrossFit Clarity. Her name's Christina. She's also my neighbor. She's been working with me for a couple of years now. And we're both in our late forties um, and we don't do box jumps very often anymore because unless you're competing, you don't really need to do box jumps. There's really no reason. And my feet hurt after I do box jumps. Um, and so there were box jumps in this workout, in this event. And um, even though we were scaled, um, stepovers were not an option. So she knew going into it that this was going to be a real struggle for her. Um, there were 90 box jumps in the workout. She got four, which was awesome. She got like three in the warm up. She got four on, during the actual event. It was, um, what was the workout? It was like thrusters, box jumps, snatches, box jumps, thrusters, box jumps, snatches. And it was a 9, 15, 21 rep scheme. Um, so yeah, so we got four. Um, at some point I called it and I said to the judge, I said, can we just be done now? And can we now just get a workout in? So yeah. she like marked our scores, what it was. And then we just started stepping over the box. 
Um, and we got to, you know, continue on the workout, which was fun. But in spite of that, um, we tied for eighth place out of 15 teams. Awesome. So, you know, we didn't do too poorly in the other two events. We kind of were hanging in there. We would have probably, you know, maybe cracked the top five um, had we been able to, you know, keep up with everybody else on that other workout. But she had a blast. Her daughter came to watch her. And my other friend was taking video and pictures and has a picture of her daughter watching her do box jumps and her daughter like has a tear running down her face. It was so sweet. Like her daughter was so proud of her for even getting out there. And I said to her in the middle of her like attempting to do all these box jumps, I looked at her and I said, listen, there's a hundred people right now that are watching Mm -hmm. that can't do box jumps that are not in this competition. I said, so there you go. Like you've won already just by being here. And, um, you know, hopefully that helped her feel better, but it was, it was a fun day. It was just cool to, you know, it's at the gym that I used to work at. And so I couldn't go more than a couple feet without seeing someone I knew and being able to chat with them and stuff. So it was just a fun day. Sounds so cool. We actually have a comment uh, <gasps> from Teddy uh, Williams. Uh, uh-huh. we, we love Teddy. Teddy, uh, we met on the media trail uh, this year, but he said, uh, Hey, yo, would y'all believe I have a new favorite episode? And uh <laughs> I'm sure he does as we released uh, Taylor Stride yesterday and he does the media for her and Blue City CrossFit, uh, the team. Um, but hey, Teddy, thanks for listening and jumping on. Um, and I'm glad you enjoyed that episode. That's, so, uh, That's our first, uh, first comment. Yeah, first one. Teddy, Teddy is a innovator. First one <laughs> in. For... Super nice guy too. Yeah. Um, so CrossFit stuff, do you want to talk about CrossFit? News? Sure. Things, what's happening? So I saw a big announcement that uh, Ricky going to Dubai. Yeah, got, yeah, a, he got, got the, the invitation. Invite. Yeah. Yeah, and, and his brother said he was going to be going. We haven't heard from Ricky yet. Um, okay. ben, ben did step out. Um, but Ben's and, still suspended, right? Correct. Okay. But Ricky is off. October third. Yep. Yep. I feel I feel like I'm cheating on Charlie talking about Ricky without him here. I know, right? <laughs> he needs to be the. Uh... So, do you think like what? I wonder what that looks like for an athlete who's been banned and returns, and like what their protocol for testing is. Like, are they just constantly tested? Like, I'm curious. So. Let's that's a that great down. question. That's a great question. I was going to say, we might, we might be able to talk about that tomorrow. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. We might want to think about that. With our, mm-hmm. with our special guest recording that we have tomorrow. So yes. you'll have to stay tuned for that. But yeah, that is a good question. And I, I don't know, do we know of anybody else that's sort of come back in the, you know, in the open division? Because, you know, I'm sure there's masters that have popped in or yeah. back and, like, and whatnot. Do we know of anybody that's popped and come back and competed? Well, I don't, I, I'm sure there has been. I know there was the guy in Iceland who did. Um, but I, but the problem is, is none of them had the talent um, and finished as high as Ricky. So they're just okay. not known. No podium. Well, yeah. I mean, Ellie, Ellie. But she Ellie hasn't returned. Right, but she hasn't returned. So that's, yeah. Yeah. Emily Abbott, not returned. Yeah, yeah all the people we know haven't returned. Mm-hmm. And Ricky, when he got popped, was so young that he actually is still in his prime. 
even after the four-year ban? Because I think he's only like 25. Yeah. I wonder if there's going to be so much shit talking in the back, like the behind the scenes. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see how, you know, how he's, um, what's the word? Like accepted or not, you know, in the the locker room or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure people, I mean, there's probably people that, you know, behind his back probably are, are going to make some snarky comments, but I, but I bet you face-to-face, no one's going to really, people are, I would hope people would just ignore him or embrace him, you know, and not sort of be a dick, but. Yeah. Um, I know he has some supporters out there uh, that really want him to have an opportunity uh, who are pretty big names um, in Australia. Um yeah, and BKG too. I think BKG came to his defense at some some post on Instagram I was following today about it, um, where someone was complaining, and BKG kind of said like, "Well, what makes you say that?" So it sounded to me like he was supporting Ricky. Yeah, the stories I'm hearing is is in Australia, like they know him as just like a good dude. Yeah, and they and they want the best for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I th- I think if that if they can get in with the other people they know in the sport and that can kind of move its way through you're always going to have detractors um you know danielle brandon had detractors because she had close contact at the games yeah um but you're never you're probably not going to see any of that publicly right a couple other interesting invites to dubai were sarah sigmund's daughter oh i didn't see that Mm. Is she gonna be yeah. she's not gonna be ready is she when did I'm, she have surgery it was right right, like right the at the beginning open. of the open yeah i mean you need acl right acl right i mean that's like 12 months like nine yeah. months is pushing it for acl yeah, for a, i mean for a unless football you have player, like bionic limbs for a football player you're talking 12 months yeah, that's know, a lot have, of like that's a lot of cutting and right and lateral a, movement. Yeah, I have a client who's a volleyball athlete, and she's she's a year out too. Um, so yeah, I mean maybe, but ugh, that's scary. I mean, it's one thing to start you know lifting and stuff after nine months, but to be competing. Yeah, yeah, scary. or I guess at that point it'll be like tw- ten months, but still, I just wouldn't but want to prepare. Myself. <laughs> right yeah i mean you gotta train for it too you can't just show up day one and be like all right i'm ready to squat now yeah a push jerk or whatever oh oh charlie's uh-huh. joining us he, he heard us talking about ricky i bet that's exactly what happened or he's gonna he thought it was at 6 30 no he's well he's still late, late. <laughs> <laughs> a viable theory come here mama viable. come say hi did, did you hear us talking about ricky charlie no. Oh. No. I thought, you, I thought you caught the live broadcast and said, hey, I got to get on and talk about Ricky, too. Oh, yeah, my guy. What do you say yeah. about him? He's going we to just, Dubai. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did see that. He's bringing me some juice. Is he? <laughs> he better That's not right. be. <laughs> he knows. He's got he's to do something with that supply. He might as well give it to me. He's not going to use it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh it's gonna be interesting to see what his performance is like. Cause he's really had four years to train. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, but 
but not in a, well, I mean, I guess in a live setting for, for some things, but yeah, that's gonna be the whole competition environment is gonna be totally different. Sorry, these dogs are really nudgy. What's up guys, hi. You got yes. all of them, two of them? I just two of them, yeah. They're just kind of up in my, oh, cause I have watermelon on the desk. <laughs> so they're like, give me some watermelon. Here guys, go, here, take that. Yep. Go. The away. only thing about uh, four years to train is so have I. <laughs> I'll take it, girl. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good point. point. <laughs> really great point, Charlie. Fair point. Charlie my was guess, there today. My guess is he's oh, made yeah. it to day two of Carrie Pierce abs, though. Oh, I don't know about all that. You hear there's like a power glutes now. Ooh, it's a lot. Power power glutes is a thing. Get is it less train, than eleven Charlie. minutes? Yeah, I'm not doing anything for 11 minutes. 11 minutes is his max amount of time that he can. That's the limit. Do extra work. He said nobody has that time. Nope. Yeah, the last thing I need is more glute. <laughs> All right. Well, Funny. any other CrossFit news out there? Um. Yeah. The um. The 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 girl from South America. Yeah. Um, popped L and then Luch Lucha. Lucha. Yeah. Laurie. La Laurie, I think is her name. Laurie. Darn it. Teddy probably knows. She, Teddy. She was popped at the game, right? Before the games. Before the games. Right. Um, and she was at the games because she was there with uh, um, Gare Gee. Gee. She was there with Gee. Gee. Um, yes. <laughs> um, but she, so I guess they found one of her samples to be contaminated. And so because of that, she now has a two-year ban instead of a four-year ban. And some people are losing their minds that she even has a two-year ban because they think, oh, like, how, how is I that see. to be? But, but, you know, I don't know. I don't, I just feel like if I want, not, and I'm not saying that she tried to cheat, but if anybody did want to cheat, I would think it would be easy enough to take something and put it in your sample, like to put it in your pre-workout and go, here's my pre-workout. Like, so do they, they go back and check like the lot number of other ones that other people correct. For you to works? be able to think... prove it, you have to get an unopened package mm -hmm. in the same lot number. Got it, okay. And yours has to be contaminated. Right. So and that's crazy. But like we, for Charlie's, benefit we'd need to know what that supplement was exactly and what lot number so we got the right can right right so we're working yes. on that for you charlie Perfect. i actually reached out to her um right after the games and she agreed to record with us and then she was in new york for some time and we were just trying to catch up with schedules and then we both sort of just stopped talking to each other and i've reached out a few more subsequent times and, and i haven't gotten any response so she was like on our radar to speak to for a short period of time um, it'd be I still think that'd be a good conversation as to Absolutely. the process she went through yeah. uh, to prove that. Things like that isn't necessarily super transparent, you know, for someone like me who's going to sit back and be all cynical and think that she cheated. But until I know the details of that process, it's hard for me to say anything about it. Well, when Ellie said what she had to do to prove her innocence, she talked about they had to find a canister, mm -hmm. but hers was possibly tainted meat as well 
And yeah, you know, like whatever happened with hers? We just don't know. We don't know. And that's the part that's really disappointing because she made a really strong point when she first came out on Mayhem's podcast to say that she was going to keep everyone in the loop and that she really, I mean, you know, she had a heartfelt sort of, you know, explanation for what had happened. And then she really, you know, wanted everyone to believe that she never intentionally did that. And so I would think that you would wanna follow up on that with people and you know, report what actually happened, even if, even if she couldn't prove it, just to know that she still stood by her innocence. Um, and I just feel like that kind of just, just sort of evaporated. We didn't hear anything else about it. And now it's kind of like the elephant in the room, or at least for me it is sometimes when I, when I see her. And I really like her and I wanna like her and I do still like her, but I also would like her to talk about that. Agreed. So, okay. Should we go to our questions? Sure. Okay. Um, Charlie, longest flight you've ever been on? Is Charlie still with us? Why not? He might be on airplane mode. <laughs> and I don't and I don't mean a 30 minute flight with a baby screaming next to you, even though that might seem like the longest flight you've ever been on. Um, Amy, what about you? Uh, Italy. I think it was seven or nine hours. Well, seven one way, nine the other way. And that was the first time that they when I went, I was so surprised that night that my feet were swollen. Like my legs were swollen from being on the airplane and i was just like oh that's really a thing i didn't know that yeah T teddy has her back the the athlete's name is larissa larissa thank you i think Laurie for short is what her Laurie kuna thanks so my my longest flight was to spokane washington because i'm boring and i've not never been out of the country other than canada uh but that was like five hours i think mm. uh from here to there wow. so Cool. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes, Charlie. Longest flight, please. Uh, mine was to Hawaii. Now, technically, I've never been there. I was in my mother's stomach, but it counts. <laughs> when I had to get into a debate if this is a thing or whatever, but I was on that flight. So the only thing, I, the most concerned thing I am about what you just said was that you were in your mother's stomach. Did she eat you? Yes. Because otherwise, she'd be—you'd be in her uterus. You see, Charlie, there are birds and there are bees. <laughs> and Amy likes to talk about the birds <laughs> and the bees all the time. You see, what happened was, <laughs> yeah. What about you, Kat? Um, uh, the Philip—I went to the Philippines and I had to fly to Hong Kong. So from Philly to Hong Kong, I think it was thirteen hours. Oh. And then I think it's like another whatever to Hong Kong. And then on the way back, I think I flew through like Germany or something. Um, Do you have a travel partner with you? Um, that time, no. But the first time I flew there, I, was, I flew to San Francisco and then was supposed to take a flight right from San Francisco to the Philippines. Philippine Air canceled the flight. My bags went to the Philippines. My body went to Tokyo and spent the night in Tokyo. And I remember having to, I may have told the story before, 
um, I had to find clothing because I had been traveling for like a day and a half by the time I got to Tokyo and uh, had to get a taxi ride to like some mall in Japan. And if you've ever gone clothes shopping in Japan, um, everything is this big. <laughs> like the people there are tiny and I'm not a tiny, even though I'm only five two, like I'm not a tiny person. And um, I could barely find like clothing to fit me. So that was fun. But I did buy like an outfit and I remember like expensing it when I got back from uh, my trip and my company was like started to fight me on it a little bit. And I was like, listen, <laughs> I was going for work and I got stuck and my bags went there. I had to buy clothes. So. But that was a long flight too. But luckily you fly business class. So you get to like lie down and take naps. You basically get on the plane, you eat, you take a nap, you wake up, you eat, and then you land. So it's really not that bad. Never had that opportunity. Yeah, that's fun. I probably never will again, but that's cool. Someone else paid for it, obviously. <laughs> yeah, right. On somebody else's dime. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's totally fine. Um, those flights are like $15,000. I think it's ridiculous. Um, all right, first CD you ever bought. So not record. And the only reason why it's CD is because I make up these questions and I don't remember my first record that I bought because I probably didn't buy one. Someone bought it for me. But this is the first CD you bought or you got. Amy. Okay. Well, see, I never bought records. I would have been more of a cassette tape kind of girl. Okay. So I'm trying to... I. I <laughs> I don't know if I had the cassette or the CD. I'm just going to go with what I think. Okay. And it's going to be Vanilla Ice. Oh, Ice, Ice Baby. Yep. Okay. No Ice. Like but I used to go to the mall and I would go to the Wave. It was called Wave. Mm -hmm. And look at all the CDs. That was my thing. And then you would do like the, the sheets where you pay a penny, really, you know, and you ended up subscribing oh, yeah. and get 12 Columbia CDs. House? Yeah, I got, got a lot of those too. Yeah, that's funny. Tape mm -hmm. a penny. Yeah, you would. We would actually tape a penny. Yep. And mail it in. Scott, do you remember? So it would be very hard for me to think about what the first CD I bought was because I was so into, I'm much older than you all are. And I was way into music older. by the time CDs came out. And I was a wedding DJ when CDs <laughs> kind of hit the, the, the air. So I bought a ton of uh, CDs, but I do know the first record I bought and I actually talked to someone about it. It is right here. Sticks wow, Equinox right there. Uh, I bought that cause I wanted grand illusion sticks, grand illusion, but I couldn't afford it on my allowance. And that was the record that was in the bargain bin that I could okay. get for like two bucks. And ended up being, it ended up being one of my favorite albums ever. Uh, I still hmm. listen to it today. Um, and I like, I probably like it better than Grand Illusion now. So pretty cool. Do you want to know what kind of record player that I had? You okay. do. A Fisher Price one. Oh. <laughs> and I had a Smurf record. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I actually saw Sticks in concert. Um, about 10 years ago, eight years ago at the Houston Rodeo. Mm. Very good. Very good. Yeah, I saw them at the Popcorn Festival on the back of a semi truck. Oh. Uh, yeah, they, uh, how, the, how the big had fallen. <laughs> <laughs> how the mighty had fallen. 
yeah. <laughs> well, the first CD I got, and I only remember because my dad made a big production when he bought our family a CD player. Um, we were celebrating something. I don't really remember, but he brought it in and um, I got to pick a CD and my brother got to pick a CD and I picked Steve Winwood, Back in the High Life. Wow. And I can wail to that song. Like that's one of my favorite songs. That and That's good Love. stuff. Yeah, right? So I don't remember when that was. It's probably 1989, maybe? Yeah, 88, 89, I think. 88, 89, yeah. Because yeah, I probably got a cassette of that by doing the penny on the thing and mm -hmm. sending it that's in. Funny. Charlie, you got one? Now, is this the one we actually paid for no, or pulled out the plastic? And kind of the first one that I'm was kidding. yours well that one would have been mine too but uh i'm gonna say it's it was probably tribe called quest mm, nice low in theory uh i believe that i do somewhere in the basement yeah very cool, very cool. okay so those are questions um just want to make sure everybody knows that we put out a couple episodes this week. Um, we put out on Monday, Jared Gray, Gray Beal. Uh, he is the founder of the Zalos, Zalos Games. Zalos Games. Um, and if you don't know what that is, it is a way for athletes to make money in the off season and in an online competition format. And this is just kind of a beta test to see where he can take it in the future. Um, but they've already announced the workouts, uh, the signups. It starts in the beginning of October. Uh, so everybody knows what it is. And they did that so affiliate owners can program it as part of the normal monthly uh, program and not disrupt class um, and just do it that way. And then yesterday, we, or today, this morning, this morning. we released Taylor Stride, um, individual games athlete and teams game, games athlete. Um, was on Mayhem Independence that didn't get to compete at the games. And then this year took uh, Blue City CrossFit to the CrossFit Games. Um, really interesting. And she's a full-time physical therapist. Uh, so she does that and trains. And I think the really cool part of the conversation was how she has to modify her training plan so that she can get it in in an hour and a half and get to work. Um, I thought that was really, really kind of cool. Um, and then we have some stuff coming out later this week, uh, but we don't want to jinx it by, because it's happening tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> but it is big. It is big. Look on social media uh, for what may be coming and uh, hopefully we'll have that out tomorrow night. Yes, we will. Yeah. All right. With that, anything, anybody got anything good from the internet? Mm-mm. TikTok. I've been I've been watching a lot of TikTok lately. Going in that black hole for some reason, not sure why. And it's like I'm all on my for you page. I'm not even going into the following stuff. I'm just, oh, the um, what's her face? Gabby. Yes, yes. I wasn't gonna say it's a good thing on the internet. Oh, we gotta but talk I've been about it. Yeah. Obsessed with it. Yeah, well, especially you, little miss, crime lady. Huh. Did you, did you know? So there was a theory out there, and for people that don't know what we're talking about, Gabby Petito. Petito. And Brian, uh, Brian Laundry, Laundry um, 
went on this camping trip and it, you know you've probably heard of what's going on they found have they confirmed that it was her body yes yep. the fbi came okay. out and confirmed mm -hmm. before they found her body there was a theory that they both killed somebody and that they were like separating because of had you heard that theory i very quickly but i, mean, I obviously yeah. it's not true but what a crazy story and they're looking for him and they've arrested his parents right they did arrest his parents i know that I they, they made arrested his, his parents his house um you know a, a crime scene well i don't they yeah, said or, or a they've, crime scene, but... they, they've taken his parents into some kind of custody i don't know that they've actually arrested them but they're yeah, I mean, when the police come to your door and ask for your son and they say, no comment, talk to my lawyer, there's a problem. <laughs> I mean, big that's problem. a big red flag. <laughs> well, the fact that he came home from a trip they were going to, they were at right. together, with her he van. came home in her car without her and... And how heartbreaking and is it that... backpacking in the middle of the swamp? Yeah. Yeah, and how heartbreaking is it that the police had them both, like right there, you know, days before whatever happened to her possibly happened to her and they could have intervened. And I mean, I know they followed, you know, the letter of the law and everything, but gosh, that's like heartbreaking. Yeah, it mm. is. So I'll be following this case very closely. I'm sure, yeah. You give us the full update next week, please. Yeah. I expect more. What a lighter note. <laughs> uh, I watched uh, Monday Night Manning for the first time I'd heard, I'd heard some heard stuff about it the week before. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I am so addicted. That is how I want to watch football all the time now. Very so cool. hold on. Speaking of that, my dad sent me a text this morning. It says watching Monday night football with Peyton and Eli is like watching Sunday afternoon football with your husband and son. I can't understand half of what they say. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, the best part is they bring on guests to kind of talk with them. And I think the only thing that they have to work on is they talk over each other all the time because they all want to say what's going on and their opinions of it. Yeah, I but, don't know why you keep talking like me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I love how into it Peyton so is. Peyton is so into it when he sees something that he disagrees with or something that he would like that they did really, really well. Like he's jumping around. He's, and I, Eli was on an interview yesterday afternoon and he said that Peyton drinks five Red Bulls before he goes on the air. <laughs> That's great. But yeah, if you have not watched it and watch Monday Night Football, screw the commentators. That is way better than what they have going on uh, commentating the game. Very cool. Yeah, just check it out. I forgot and, there was football on this weekend. And Peyton is like Amy. Uh, he was drinking out of a red solo cup and one of the commenters, it was actually Jay Cutler, uh, texted in and said, uh, Peyton, what's in the red solo cup? And he said, well, I'll tell you what, it's not TB12 water. <laughs> so that was good. That's great. Cool. Charlie, you got, you got any slap fighting or anything going on? Um, no, not this time. Next week. All right. Well, with that, um, yeah, look tomorrow for a special interview that we hope we have. Um, and we'll put that out tomorrow night to kind of be released uh, 2 a.m. Thursday morning. Um, so look for that. 
Also, we got to thank our sponsors, uh, Element 26, new sponsor. Check out their website at element26.co and rxmarkgear.com, rxmarkgear, our title sponsor. We are, we lost a subscriber from last week oh. to this week. So How's now we need eight subscribers to give away a jump rope. Come on, people. You got you to get out there and tell your friends, family, everyone. Just hit the subscribe button because you want to win a jump rope, right? Right. So that's like the equivalent of somebody, un, you know, unfriending you or unfollowing you on, on your social media page. I guess. Yeah, I guess we annoyed somebody. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Won't be too the many, first. Too many releases this week or something. Isn't that silly? I'm going to have JoJo subscribe. JoJo, you want to subscribe? Yeah. Yeah, JoJo wouldn't leave us. No, never. <laughs> But yeah, hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, leave some comments like Teddy did, interact with us on the show. We're going to be hey, doing this live fun. every week on Tuesday at six, between six and 6.15, we'll be going live. <laughs> I feel like um, Teddy might have interacted with us uh, this time more than Charlie did. <laughs> Listen, I'm glad that you just said between six and 6.15, so now I know. <laughs> right. Yeah, we should probably know that. Well, what time did you think it was? Because you got here at 6.37. Well, I'm on Pacific time. So. Pacific time or specific time? Specific time. Yeah, right. I need to know specifically when I need to show up. You were specifically late. Well, I get off work at 6, so it takes me a little bit of time to get downstairs and turn everything on. Show me my baby. It's literally so downstairs. Six, it's like 6.10. It's literally down the stairs from your house. <laughs> You're so, cute. so with that, like, subscribe, comment. Teddy was on time. He was killing us with the comments. He was. Uh, that was awesome. And uh, with that, we will see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Bye. See ya, mama. You're so cute. That's a cutie. Cute girl. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.